This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beer and Howard Griffin. Wow. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard, and guys, um, yeah. Saturday night, Michigan State defeated Richmond, and it looked like they were on their road way to playing Washington and Michael Penix Jr., and, you know, everything was going well for this Spartan football team. I mean, heck, Noah Kim was even the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week. He had a really good week, really good game. They went out there and just flat out destroyed Richmond. And then a funny thing happened on the way home. Uh, You get home and I'm trying to think. 45 to 14, the final score. Strange press conference. Mel Tucker talked and had some stuff to say. But when we get home and I'm rewatching the game and I'm preparing for Monday's show and I came up with a topic. And then all of a sudden around 1230, a frat brother of mine sends me a text. And then a friend of mine from California sends me a more detailed text. That was the USA Today article on Mel Tucker and Brenda Tracy and the relationship, not relationship, whatever they had. And let me just say this. What happened over the next 48 hours, just incredible. But going in chronological order, Me and my buddy were literally going over this, reading this article, and he works in the acting industry. And I'm like, bruh, could you write this script? This is incredible. Mel Tucker is, well, he's suspended by Michigan State, if you did not know, without pay, pending an investigation hearing that's going to come in Michigan State's bye week. During this, Mel Tucker... He says he had a consensual adult relationship. I'll get a little more into that later with Brenda Tracy. Brenda Tracy, that name should sound familiar. That is the woman who goes to different campuses to to discuss. She was gang raped. She was sexually assaulted 25 years ago. And she basically is there to tell young men not to be like those men who destroyed her life. Do not destroy other women's life. Admirable cause. Apparently those two got closer. Tucker says he was uh, estranged from his wife. They haven't been together for a while. He's pretty much a single man. He had an adult relationship with her. Phone calls, text messages, calls at 1230 in the morning. 
there was one particular call that, uh, according to this USA Today article, which, by the way, is a very, very, very good article. You should check that out because he just kind of lays out the facts. In there, Mel was said at first he said he was at home with his shirt off. He was in a conversation with Brenda Tracy and basically just started jacking off and She's like, what are you doing? And he said, basically, hey, you got me excited. I'm paraphrasing. It goes on. Brenda says she froze. She didn't know what to do. He finished. He thanked her. Well, it was that incident that later on, a few months later, she reported to MSU and said, hey, it was uh, she she felt some type of way. Now, Michigan State. You know, due to everything that ha- happened with Larry Nasser, long story short, Michigan State files it away. They don't tell the president, uh, interim president Woodruff or Alan Haller, the AD, of what's going on. They simply say that, hey, due to transparency, we can't let you know because we can't have you influence anything about this case. But there is a pending case on Mel Tucker. You'll know more about it. There's a 106-page document, I believe, and you know we'll we'll go through this in October. Well, that night, Brenda Tracy released this article. She let her name out, and that was one of the reasons why Michigan State could not suspend Mel Tucker. I called and talked to some university people. They couldn't because they didn't know what the case was, and if they would have suspended Mel Tucker at the beginning of the year, every journalist, including myself, would have had to start digging to see why. They couldn't afford to have Brenda Tracy's name come up and they would have been in even more trouble. And this is what Michigan State fans and Michigan State people wanted due to what happened with Larry Nassar. And so many people knew there was influence. Hey, don't do this. Don't say this. No, no, no. You had one arbitrator who did not work for the university. And that's just how it's handled now. Long story short, Mel Tucker disappointed and let down the entire Spartan fan base. Mel, I know you said it was consensual. That's not the fact. The fact is you put yourself in a really bad situation. Now, since you've come out and said, hey, I was set up, you know, she's trying to destroy my character. And and just for the sake of argument, let's just say all of this is true. You still had a relationship with a person that you shouldn't have. Because she did speak to university, you did pay her, it's just deemed inappropriate. And because she is a sexual uh, assault survivor, this makes it even worse for you. I can't tell you what a poor choice this was, but you put yourself in this situation. Whether it was consensual or not, you can't really walk yourself back from this. The university had to to, to part ways. I'll give the university credit because for the first time, pretty much ever, they kind of did things the right way. They're crossing their I's, they're crossing their T's, they're dotting their I's. This is something that it's, and then, you know, as I said, Coach Mel Tucker has come out and he's, you know, said that it was a poor decision. He did admit that. But now he's saying that the university tried to, he feels like he was set up, that he was just, people wanted to come after him for his money. And for that, I say, Mel, no kidding. 
It took you this long to realize that. Wow. I once again, I can't help you. He had a two page uh, letter that he sent out via his uh, lawyer. And, and, and there he kind of tells his side of the story because he doesn't feel like he's going to get a fair shake. And then Brenda Tracy had a response to his story. Guys, look, bottom line. To me, this feels like. There's going to be a settlement. Michigan State will come up with a number and Mel will come up with a number. And really, it depends on how many bodies that Mel Tucker knows about the athletic department and what the athletic department, what else they know about Mel Tucker. And they'll come up with that number. They're not going to send him away. He's never going to get the rest of his 80 million dollars. But he probably will get some type of undisclosed settlement. I'm thinking maybe 10% of that, so around 8 to $10 million. And Mel, you can't ever sue us, and you can't do anything. And then they're probably going to have to come up with something for Brenda Tracy as well. As far as Mel and Brenda, my God, this is starting to get like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We don't care, okay? The more this bickering goes back and forth, the more I do start to feel like there was some type of relationship, Okay. I don't know what it was. I don't care what it was. But when you keep putting it in the public, you keep letting the public be able to speculate on this. Just, guys, figure it out. Be some adults. I don't care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But yeah, the good news is I don't have to hear about Mel Tucker's contract. A lot of Michigan State fans were uncomfortable with this contract. Well, guess what? You get a clean start. You get to move on. You get to move forward. Michigan State can't bring him back. They're going to have to get a new coach. So that's gone. And I do think that there may have been some people behind the scenes who really wanted to make sure that Mel Tucker never got that $100 million payout from his contract. But that was on you. You knew people were out to get you. Can't help you now, bro. You kind of made your own bed. You got to lie in it. But yeah, for Michigan State, they got from underneath the contract. I don't have to ever hear about this contract again. And now their job is to come up with the best list of candidates to keep this thing together. Also, another thing that the second Mel Tucker gets fired, that opens up a door of 30 days that guys can transfer and hit the portal. That's important because if they were to fire him right now, well, if they were to fire him right now, first of all, Michigan State would probably end up paying him close to the $80 million because it will be a wrongful uh, firing on their part. you got to go through the process. So you got to let this thing happen. But back to the portal, guys can go into the portal 30 days after a coach is fired. That's important because you want to try to hold on to this team as long as possible. You want to see what happens. Now, Harlan Barnett's going to be the interim head coach. Mark D'Antonio is back. Mark D'Antonio coming back to help out Harlan Barnett, kind of in that conciliary role. Okay, you're going to be the Band-Aid. Barry Alvarez has done this for Wisconsin a few times, helping them out during coaching changes. Bob Stoops did it for Oklahoma. I get it. So long as it's just a temporary thing, I'm okay with that. If it goes beyond that, 
now I got a problem because now we hit that revisionist history where we forget why D'Antonio ended up leaving. It wasn't because he just wanted to retire. It was a lot of other circumstances that went in there when he just upped and left this team the day before signing day, which then forced you to go out and get a coach that maybe you didn't get enough time to vet in Mel Tucker. But I digress. Um, I want to say also that, yeah, by the way, you want to try to keep this team together long enough. You want to go out and get the the right coach. And I don't know if it's going to be Harlan Barnett or I don't know if you're going to go out and get another coach, but players have already been contacted just to let you know. Other teams are looking at your top players saying, hey, uncertainty, come play for us. So the second the new coach is hired, it better be a good hire, it better be an impact hire. I'll have more on that later because I got a list of names that I would love for Michigan State to go after. But man, this this situation is just something that I never thought that I would have to. I thought I'd be talking about Michael Penix and and Washington coming up in here. And does Michigan State stand a chance? Which they may. You know, D'Antonio should probably. If you're, it's funny because I was talking with Mike, and his idea was the the video department at MSU should really come up with just this video of D'Antonio in his coaching days. And in the video with him saying it's never over and have him lead the team out with Harlan Barnett, get the crowd behind them, and maybe that'll be enough to jumpstart this team to get them over the difficult task. They have to refocus. This Players didn't do anything, but unfortunately they're going to have to learn how to be resilient and how to work through life because sometimes life is not fair. And for this week, life was not fair for these players. But – from Tom, some from talking to some of the people close to the team, the players were like, screw it. You know what? We're going to have to just do this on our own. And the people in this room, he chose to do this. This is on him. We have to set that aside and we just got to get this thing done. So there is a lot more to this story. I pray to God, I don't want to see any more Tucker, Brenda, Tracy letters going back and forth. Because that's just starting more. He says, she said, and that's leading me to think more and more that you guys had some type of relationship. Because if you didn't, I mean, once again, why do you delete your text messages? You know, this is proof. You delete text messages because you don't want people to know what you said or what you sent to the other person. Anyway, I'll have more on this later. We'll be talking to Howard Johnson from the, I mean, Howard Griffith, Howard Johnson, Howard Griffith from the Big Ten Network will join me later on this week. I'm sure we will talk about this as well, but I had to get on here and say something. It's been one hell of a 48 hours for Michigan State and Michigan State fans and Mel Tucker. That's the latest. I'm sure it's going to be something new tomorrow, but for right now, hey, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep telling your friends. Thank you for watching and listening to the Five Star Zone.